Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Eyal Ifergin, the president and CEO of Hyperion Global Partners, a consulting firm focused on legal business strategy and operations for the Amlaw 200 and Global 1000. Hi, Eyal. How are you? Hey, Ari. Thanks so much for having me today. It's a privilege. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Hyperion Global Partners. Yeah, absolutely. My background is in business and technology. I'm going back a little bit more than 20 years, although the more times I sort of say that, the bigger that number gets and it gets a little uh, depressing. I've been working with a sort of in legal and specifically in the areas of legal business with law firms, the world's biggest companies for over 20 years and have built and run a number of consulting organizations over the years. And just before starting Hyperion was an owner with Baker Robbins. At the time, we were one of the largest technology consulting practices in the space. We sold that to Thompson back in 07. And shortly thereafter, I left to start Hyperion as a consulting practice focused specifically on legal business and operations, what we like to call practice management. What issues are your clients most concerned with today? Yeah, so that's a fascinating question because I think in many ways it's very different than it was 10 years ago when we started, but also very much the same. I mean, when we talk about legal business, it's really about how to help lawyers Two things, manage the business of their practice, all those things that go around the practice of law, but that also help define how they deliver legal services and that demands on that over the last 10 years and especially in this sort of post-2008 financial crisis world have been, you know, in many ways crushing. I suppose I don't use that that term lightly, but price pressures have been enormous and have driven the need not just to sort of reduce costs, but also to do so in a you know far more sort of efficient way. Lawyers have only a couple of levers to sort of pull with that because you know, they bill for the time that they work at, at a particular rate. So the price pressures that they face have limited sort of levers and ways to kind of address. On the other hand, the quality of the services that they deliver, and I think to an extension, the value that they have to deliver in that have come under sort of a lot more scrutiny. So you know, we're looking to sort of, in many ways, squeeze more, you know, more water out of that rock and deliver better services. And so a lot of what we do is help our clients sort of understand what the formulas are for doing that. And in many ways, also shifting the conversation, including showing them the number of additional levers that they have at their disposal to really tell better stories about the work that they do, the importance of, you know, sort of legal service and the role that it plays more broadly in the businesses that they serve and of their clients. How do you align the application of technology with your consulting guidance? Well, for us, technology is a tool. At Hyperion, we're very much sort of built 
differently from other more traditional consulting organizations. For one, everything we do is at a fixed fee. We don't charge for time. We don't measure the time that we do. And so the part of that is that we're built as a consultancy of experts. So everyone that comes to, uh, that works at Hyperion comes with many years of experience in their respective space. Those two pieces are really sort of important because what they force us um, to do in a different kind of model is to innovate in the way we deliver that gray matter in our heads. And so we understand kind of the space. We sort of lead in legal business as opposed to follow our clients come to us, not because they've identified a program and they need someone to help execute it, but more because they have questions about what they need to focus on and the how, and they come to us for those solutions. And so our innovation is in the way that we approach legal business, the kinds of transformation programs that we can help them to implement. And this is really sort of about taking, helping them to better understand the skills that they have, the areas where they excel, and then leveraging the technology that they have. A lot of our work is not about acquiring new technology. We're not sort of aligned with any particular vendors or sort of have relationships where we implement other systems or sell. We don't resell any technology. But our focus is about working with our clients to achieve better return on investment on their existing technologies and their existing investments and using them to better and greater effect. A big part of that is about leveraging the capture of the information that they have, right? Sort of a lawyer's intellectual capital and a firm's or a law department's inventory of intellectual capital to better effect, especially to tell better stories, better stories about the work that they do and to better sort of understand their own experience, their own areas where they do really well, but also areas where there's room for improvement and how to, one, identify them and then, you know, do something about that, but then also to tell stories about how they deliver value. So as an example for that today, general counsels sort of struggle with managing spend, and that's kind of the biggest sort of lever that they have to pull where all the pressures sort of come in. And in talking with their firms, you know, they often, the analogy I like to sort of use is that they are focusing efforts on whether they should be spending 5000 or $10,000 on a contract, right? How much should we be paying for this? Where the real question is sort of where we come in is, which of those contracts are the least litigated? Because on one, arguably, you'd pay a whole lot more if you understood which contract that was and why um, it was the least litigated and where it came from. But because that's sort of the more compelling story, it's a more actionable intelligence and leads to better results. You founded Hyperion about a decade ago. How has the conversation about operational efficiency and innovation changed in the past 10 years? So there's a couple of ways that I'll answer that. In many ways, there's been sort of a huge drive around operational efficiency. It's become a bit of a buzzword as well. Lots of technology sort of solutions have come to that. But in many ways, they're repackaged versions of things we've seen for a long time. But there's a couple of really important um, shifts that especially over the last couple of years have, have come up. As a part of what we do at Hyperion, we also run a research practice. It's an analyst-based group that's focused on research and advisory for the market. So we collect a lot of primary research on what's going on in the market, what sort of is driving sort of movement. We also review, assess, and evaluate 
all the leading systems. And one of the things that you know we've really noticed as as a paradigm shift is the move from a vendor-driven market that for the better part of the modern legal technology area of the last you know 20 years, the market was driven by the solution providers who created a system and brought it to market and that the buyer sort of had that as menu of options to buy from and that sort of defined it to really in the last 18 and 24 months of dramatic shift to a customer-driven market. And that's one that's characterized by a host of unmet customer need in the solution market, that those unmet needs are driven by by the business, by sort of lawyers' relationships with their clients, by the law department's partnership with the broader business and just sort of this customer-driven market that the there's an enormous sort of void in the solution space that a lot of there aren't a lot of um, good answers to. And what we see is the marketplace uh, really filling those gaps through a host of just whack-a-mole type solutions, if you will, rating the corporate technology parts bin and borrowing solutions from other areas of the business and finding ways to adapt to legal with varying degrees of success. But what's been really important about that dynamic is that it's open eyes to legal to the kinds of things that their other colleagues in other parts of the organization have been doing for a long time and have had a whole lot of maturity about. Where do you see the legal industry headed? Where do I see it headed? I mean, I think that we're going to see growth or sort of maturity in legal on an operational basis. I mean, there are, on the one hand, a number of new models emerging that are direct result of maturity in technology. As an example, you know, HTML5, which is sort of like a core sort of foundational technology, is really changing the game in terms of the kinds of technology that can sort of be pushed out and especially in driving adoption of it. So we're seeing new business models, especially in alternative legal service models and an engagement of legal services um, around the world, including, you know, collaboration models, content management models, in the same way that, you know, the iPhone sort of transformed the way we look at productivity in the form of apps, that the appification of legal technology is creating sort of a whole new ecosystem, again, not of just technology, but of sort of it's enabling new service models. The other part of it is, and sort of this is a big part of our mission and what sort of Hyperion focuses on, is that we never bought into you know this notion that lawyers are going to die off and commoditize out, and and that you know this whole sort of notion that will we actually need lawyers in the future? We frankly have always thought has been a lot of hogwash because it sort of belies a fundamental. Uh, nature of of legal right and of the market uh, place that illegal is about conflict resolution and risk mitigation and you want a lawyer to do his job well and lawyers are best at lawyering these other sort of operational and administrative pursuits we've also sort of sought to make business people of lawyers and the industry has really kind of suffered under the weight of those kinds of pressures 
but it's because they're not sort of as a group. You know, lawyers are in legal is a trade, and business is a different type of trade from lawyering. So the importance, I think, of the future and, and how we approach um, the space is an understanding that empowering lawyers to do the work that they're built to do best is a focus in that the other sort of operational pursuits that they, you know, lawyers also have to understand the need for the administration, the operations around them that's designed to help them better focus on their craft. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Al Ifrigan, the president and CEO of Hyperion Global Partners, a consulting firm focused on legal business strategy and operations for the MLaw 200 and Global 1000. Al, thanks so very much. I appreciate it, Ari. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.